Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 86 of A Wild Podcast has appeared the last episode of the year. I am one of your hosts, Jim Biscardi, and as always, I am joined by Christian Hoffer and Megan Peters. Hello. Well, back, baby. I'm back. I rested for the, the holiday season, and now I've returned stronger, more, <laughs> more, more optimistic for the fact that 2020 is almost over. More <laughs> enthused. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could say that. <laughs> more mainly uh, just ready for 2020 to be done hey look that's that's all that's all that really matters we're so close we're so close okay so this is a pokemon show we talk about all the pokemon things we do this live every wednesday at around uh, 12 o'clock noon eastern nine o'clock pacific 11 o'clock central because that's where most of, you know we're at least where megan and i are so uh mm-hmm. gotta gotta throw that in there uh, we talk about all things Pokemon, Pokemon cards, games, and everything else. So uh, this week uh, was, uh, you know, we'll go. We have, we do have some news to go through, but then it's really just kind of going to kind of be a nice little chat with the, you know, three of us and those who are watching live who want to uh, join in up just about, you know, the the year uh, what it was for for Pokemon and what we hope to see in the year to come. So, you guys ready? Yeah, let's, let's do, do this. It. All right. Uh, so first news item is basically uh, the dream that everyone had when they first started collecting Pokemon cards. Uh, basically, I know, I know you know, uh, collecting uh, comics and um, uh, or, or whatever. It's like, man, these things are going to like pay for a house someday or these things are going to, you know, pay for a car someday. One kid is paying for medical school. And that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Considering how much, you know, medical school costs in this country. Yes. You know what? Do whatever you need to do to like pay for that. Yeah. I, I, on the one side, I'm glad. And it's also as a note, this isn't, he's not selling his childhood collection. This is one of those things where it was like, you know, the kid definitely made an investment. He, he purchased a bunch of cards um, off of, uh, I, think off eBay for like $4,000. And, you know, he turned around and sold those cards, which are, are, are a bunch of graded cards for like $8,000. And one of them is, um, you know, a rare Pikachu card and uh, stuff like that. And, um, you know, I, I feel like this was a good, you know, it, it's, it's, a, it's a great example of Pokemon cards as an investment. Um, I would have been a lot more upset had this been somebody who had like sold off their like childhood collection to pay for medical school. Um, but since, you know, he, he bought the cards um, with the likely intent to sell them. Uh, good for him. Good for him. Yeah. I mean, smart move. I mean, I, I think it's such a good, just like demonstration of like the actual, value because like I mean, we've talked on this podcast before of like you know youtubers and stuff you like pulling rare cards and doing this and that and the other getting charizards out the wazoo and and holographics and you know base set cards from the the original like um 
card set that came out way back in the day. Um, and like, you kind of look at those people and a lot of them, you know, they already have a lot of money. And so you're just kind of like really frustrated by it. But like, this is a person who's like legitimately was trying to find ways that he could creatively put himself through school. So like to see like that passion for Pokemon, like become something like, you know, monetarily tangible to like further his education. Um, I think that's just like a really, really nice thing. I, though I would admit if he was selling his childhood cards, I'd be heartbroken for him. <laughs> I'd, be like, I'd be like, I'd be going through my own collection, seeing if I had any duplicates and like DMing him. Like, can I give you some back? Cause I feel so bad that, you know, for you to meet your dream of going to medical school, you had to get rid of some of your passion, but uh, this was a win-win because he just made a really smart investment. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, it's it's just a, it's one of those cool stories. Obviously, someone you know who was able to to kind of take advantage of uh, of the moment. I think he even said too, like you know, the pandemic really helped a lot of that. And so mm-hmm. you know, and you know, and we saw it right. We've been talking about it for the last couple of months now. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, for him to kind of make out, you know, eighty grand is uh, it's a nice, that's a nice bag for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, so let's move on. Um, we, this one, I saw this headline come across and I was like, oh boy. Uh, we may get more tangible hints about Ash's dad. Here it comes. It's not Mr. Oh, Mime. Is this, is this Pokemon's greatest mystery? It's, I mean, this is- <laughs> I mean, there's a lot. That's a, that's a heavy word to like. That's a heavy title. The the biggest mystery. There's a lot. There's okay, a lot name me name me a mystery. <laughs> name me a mystery bigger than who is Ash's dad. Also, no. So, okay. First of all, we know who Ash's dad is. He's he's some dude who's going off on a Pokemon journey. Apparently, at some point in time, him and his son had at least one good memory because that memory gets referenced in the 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 movie. You know, I, I feel like this is one of those um, those headlines that uh, sounds bigger than it actually is. Um, you know, basically, in the upcoming movie, Pokemon Secrets from the Jungle, um, you know, Ash references his real life father because the movie is all about parental bonds. I mean, for God's mm-hmm. sake, it is about a, a, a child who is Ash's age, uh, who looks up to a Pokemon as his father figure and the Pokemon's, you know, uh, you know, is called Dada Zarude. Um, mm-hmm. so, you know, of course, Ash is probably going to mention his father because it would be kind of, it would be even weirder, if he didn't like acknowledge the fact like, ah, yes, this reminds me of my relationship with my dad. And so he's run, he's run into like parent child combos before, and he's never felt the need to bring up his dad. (laughs) Like the fact that, the fact that how often is that like the focus of a two hour movie though? I know, but the, just the fact that it just like kind of comes out out of nowhere, like in the context of the film, um, Pokemon Coco or Secrets of the Jungle in English. Uh, it just came out on Christmas in Japan. And there's just like a one-off scene. And like Ash, it says that his dad gave him advice that, you know, if he's not the person who believes uh, in his dreams on the inside, that his dreams will not come true in the real world. Um, and it's basically trying to relate to the fact that Coco in the movie wants to be a Pokemon and have like Pokemon powers. And I don't know how that all connects, but it's just like (laughs) such a weird aside. Um, It's also interesting to see kind of like lore discussed in these movies because the recent kind of like remakes of the Pokemon films, uh, the last uh, three movies aside from the Mewtwo strikes back evolution. um, They've, they've kind of just been like in their own little world. So it's been interesting to see. You know that kind of thing. I yeah. don't. I don't recommend you start placing bets on you know Ash's dad showing up <laughs> in a future episode or or movie or something. But it's it's nice to at least get confirmation at one point. <laughs> you know, Ash had a father who wasn't Mister Mime, unless Mister <laughs> Mime gave him this advice. In which case, I have a lot of questions. But which, yeah. I mean, we know that Ash can kind of talk to Pokemon, so I could totally see this being a conversation where just Mister Mime sing there like cooking dinner one day between mm-hmm. like you know ashes you know trips out into the world unsupervised and he's just <laughs> like you know 
like, hey, hey, Mr. Mime, you know, can you give me some advice about growing up? And Mr. Mime's just sitting there, mime, 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 mime. Oh, very insightful, Father. Very, very, mime, 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 Clearly, clearly it wouldn't come through him just ta- talking like mime, 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 mime. Mr. Mime would act out these insightful life lessons. Come mm-hmm. on, Christian. I, yeah. I, okay, but you know, that, that, I would rather just have Mr. Mime talk it out because you, you bring up some very awkward potential for if Mr. Mime starts having other sort of like yeah, father son going anywhere near the birds and the bees conversation. I, and I, 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 I mean, why wouldn't Mr. Mime, you know, start to mime that, huh? Oh, yeah. uh, All I know is that the real story behind that moment in the movie is that basically it starts because Ash is like, you know, when I was a kid, all of the children in my village bullied me. I was like, dang, Ash, like, what was it? And apparently they mocked Pallet him. Town is rough. Yeah, apparently all the kids in Pallet Town made fun of Ash because, like, he wanted to be a Pokemon master, and they were all like, oh, you're never going to make it. And so it was really just kind of like a weird Naruto situation of, like, the village basically ostracizing him. And so- Ash came home crying, and his dad was like, hey, believe in yourself. And I was like, that, man, that basically- I feel like feel like you should do a little bit more than just give your son advice at that point when every kid in the town has basically turned against your son but you know I, what i mean that that feels more in line with pokemon canon though i mean we saw that you know gary as a 10 year old had like a a actual cheering section so it would stand a reason that before like you know they all solidified their you know their goals as 10 year olds um that yeah they you know they would just wildly pick on Ash. That's what I need. I need a Cobra Kai style series uh, that basically has Ash and Gary as the main stars and their rise to, to Pokemon, uh, you know, stardom basically uh, going from there. But so, but that basically makes Mr. Mime like Piccolo, right? Yes. And like, will forever be the better father, forever be the better father, uh, you know, to Ash. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can, I can see that reference. And also, (laughs) you know, but that implies that, you know, at some point in time, Mr. Mime is going to end up being horrifically mangled, disfigured and or killed um, while trying to protect Ash. Yes. So you have that to look forward to in Pokemon <laughs> Journeys the Series Part 4, coming out on Netflix in February 2021. Oh, gosh. Uh, all right. Well, we, we got to keep moving on. So there is a Pokemon event that is coming to kick off 2021, and it's being done from the International Space Station. Ray Quaza shows up. That's all I can guess. So, you know, here's I, I just want to temper expectations about this yeah. because, you know, some people are like, they're going to announce Gen 4 remakes. And it's like, guys, they're not going to announce Gen 4 remakes. This is a this is a nice little thing that, you know, uh, the Pokemon no, it's, company it's a, it's a region locked Pokemon Go. <laughs> yeah, you, you will be able oh to get Mega God. Rayquaza. Only if you live in space. Um, Could you imagine, though, all the whoever's in the International Space Station just being like, oh, man, do we have the Wi-Fi for this? Do they have geolocation at the International Space Station? Like, I'm just very curious about how this works. But anyways, they all get get soft banned because uh, (laughs) they, uh, you know, are moving too fast. Um, while in orbit over the planet Earth. Um, so, you know, it, this is just like some sort of, they're, they're doing some sort of like event where you're going to watch the first sunrise of the new year and they're going to like, um, like I don't know, like do AR Pokemon over it or something like that. And like people are like losing their minds. It's like Gen 4 remakes because, you know, Palkia and Dialga are known as the time and space Pokemon. And they're like space Pokemon in space different kinds of space you know just just keep that in mind you know uh i i I, palkia and i i think right i think it's palkia i can't remember which one of the two is is the spatial pokemon but that refers to space as in you know the three-dimensional concept uh whereas outer space refers to the 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 place where 
you know, celestial bodies reside. Different mm-hmm. different kinds of spaces, just poor English wording. <laughs> I mean, look, so many things are. We've got Almac in the in the chat saying, Hey, you know, that was the thought back on the day that Pokemon Go launched. Uh, and you know. Uh, well, look, I remember that Pokemon that Pokemon Go launch was uh was that, something else. I remember that, like that's apples and oranges. That's true. But like that's the thing. Like this can either be this can either be like that Pokemon event that we will eternally make fun of that they like made but you know, they had the weird Pokeball stage and they announced Pokemon Sleep, right? That that was the one that they announced Pokemon Sleep? Yeah, and shirts. And shirts. And the shirts. Oh right, the original Stitch shirts, right? Isn't that yeah. Yeah. I mean something good came out of that. Um or or this let's say like I would imagine. So okay, listen. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stop this right here. All right, the Pokemon Company is very good about telling us when we actually need to pay attention to something. They are not going to go. If if they were going to announce something major, they would tell us we're going to announce something major. You know, mm-hmm. even even like the the Pokemon Go stuff, which was you know handled by a th- you know a third party company. Even that. When they when they announced it, they said they were they were going to announce Pokemon Go. Now the rollout of Pokemon Go was was a bit odd, and I'll I'll, I'll grant you that. But even even that, you know, um, you know, the Pokemon Company said we're doing Pokemon Go. Uh, if 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 the Pokemon Company wanted to, you know, do an international space station thing, which I will say, very cool idea. But if there was any sort of like real tease, the Pokemon company would probably be say, hey, you may want to watch this thing. They are not doing this. This is just one. This is no different than them teaming up with some random Japanese town to make like, I don't know, Slowpoke their mascot. It's the same sort of thing. You know, mm-hmm. uh, when whenever we get like an announcement that, you know, some like tiny town in like the Kanto region, you know, now has like. I don't know, like Centret as their 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 official Pokemon mascot. People aren't going Jodo Remix. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's the same. It's the same thing. Like I I hate to be the pessimist here. Um, I I'm actually not being a pessimist. I'm being a realist. Realist. Um, no, that's fair. that's fair. I mean, like, and that and, and that is fair because I think if it was a big game announcement, especially if it was a a, a Jodo remake, Nintendo would be involved in in some. Mm-hmm. Fashion. Like this would be more of a Nintendo Pokemon Direct than it would be a you know this kind of space thing. Now I will say I totally agree with HC Walker sixteen. Not gonna lie, love to get an astronaut costume Pikachu out of this. And yes. look, we're all big fans. Of well, Pikachu. not all. Uh, of us. No, we are <laughs> not. No, we are all, all big fans. All big fans of costumed Pikachu. And so that would be a, a great one. Jim, when this is all over, I'm going to drive down to Nashville and I'm going to trade you the massive stockpile of costume Pikachu I have because I they're would love a pain that. in the ass to, to have. They, 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 you know, they, because you can't mass transfer them um, because they're special Pokemon. At least I can't. They, at least you used to not be able to. They might have changed that sometime in the last like two years. I've just given up. Um, but, oh man, yeah, I have so many of those and, uh, they, they just take up a lot of space. Well, you don't have to, you don't have to just keep one of each. Like that's, that's all you don't need multiples of them. But then, you know, you know, like, how would I be able to trade them to you, Jim? Because you don't have them all. That's fair. I mean, that's fair. And I appreciate that. But anyway, Mm -hmm. um, speaking of moving Pokemon and getting special Pokemon, uh, a lot of people had problems with Zarude. Uh, don't, I mean, this, we knew it was going to happen. So, mean, so it's not like that's a surprise revelation to anybody here. Uh, we knew it was going to be a, a mess. Yeah. First and foremost, a uh, shout out to uh, Huckleberry Flynn uh, who uh, hooked me up with uh, Zarud because otherwise I wouldn't have gotten one. So oh, the, look at that uh, the community coming coming to our aid. Uh, so uh, the issue, the issue here was, so they're like, hey, make sure you sign up for the Pokemon Trainers Club, which a lot of us have always been signed up for the Pokemon Trainers Club. What they didn't tell you was that they added a new Pokemon Pass newsletter at some point in time since the last time they actually utilized the Pokemon Trainers Club, which you didn't automatically opt into. So 
if you hadn't gone in at some point in time since this new newsletter was set up to check that box and check that box, you didn't get distributed. And the Pokemon company is not doing anything about it. And it is not good. It is very frustrating and annoying. And like, I was wondering where it was. Like, you know, because, you know, uh, like there was some like miscommunication about the story at first. They're like, you know, at first it seemed like, OK, um, the it's, uh, Zarut's going to come out on November 20th. No, actually, you just need to be signed up by November 20th. Then the code started getting distributed like around December 10th. And so here I am sitting like December like 20th. Like, where's my freaking Zarut? The answer is I didn't get one because I didn't sign up for the Pokemon passcode, which has nothing to do with the Pokemon Trainers Club uh, newsletter that I was supposed to sign up with. Uh, very frustrating. Um, and uh, if you missed out, uh, the Pokemon company is just given the good old, like, oops, sorry, we're using an outdated mode of uh, code distribution uh, <laughs> because we suck. Surely, surely... They will they will rele- release Zarud again. So they the good to. the good news is is that there is the variant form Dada Zarud, which is Zarud right. wearing the pink cape. Which God willing, they will release through some other more reasonable method. Yeah, yeah. So. It will. I mean, that's, that's surely going to happen. But like as that rollout started, I mean, because I had signed up for the trainers club and just like more recently just like checked and clicked that. So I was able to get the distribution. But going on social media the day that it started popping up, I mean, people were livid. Twitter I mean, was, Twitter was very confused. And right. like, I, just saw I mean, because there was no communication about this this new thing that you had to go into um and and there were some people who said well i don't know if i did sign up for it or i don't know if like i mean and some people like i don't think i checked it but i did get it like it was a complete mess it really needed to have been communicated better i mean it, it was just 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 such a mess such a mess it really frustrates and it just adds further proof to like why that kind of method of releasing special pokemon just was really inefficient. It's really difficult. I saw so many like younger kids on social media on like Reddit, like really upset because like they didn't know and their parents who signed them up didn't know. And so it's a mess. Yeah. So and in 2021, let us stop using uh, the trainers club uh, stuff just in general, just never use it ever again. Like let it die. Let it I mean, die. it's gonna. I mean, it's gotta be. I mean, it's gotta be like it has to work. I well, and look, here's the thing: like it, we get mad at it because like we're super fans, and like a lot of we're usually a step ahead of certain things when it comes to, um, uh, like platforms or methods of distribution or whatever. But like, I can imagine a parent who you know is not as in touch with this and is just like kind of you know, tangentially interested because their kids are or whatever um, Mm -hmm. are, you know, or just, you know, like, well, I thought I did it. And like, and so like, so like, 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 I would imagine that they're, they're getting notices for other things that way. And I'm sure that it's incredibly helpful when you do something like this, that also has that other step. It's just like, like, that's gotta be just absolutely infuriating for sure. It's it's awful. Like, like I said, let it, let it die. And I understand like the not wanting to obviously send people to stores to get codes and whatnot, but well, like, you don't, you, you don't even need to do that. That's what like kind of ticks me off here. It's like, you just, just use a regular code. Like, you know, they could have just used a code, put it out on Twitter and say, get it while you can. It, it like literally like the f- switch flips at midnight. Right. You know, it's get like, it now. And if somebody and if somebody goes and um, says like, you know, like, oh, but, you know, I can just go and do like, you know, try to get around it, you know, and, you know, reset my game constantly or something like that, or just keep making more profiles in order to stockpile Zarudes. I mean, how is that any worse than like, you know, hacking Zarudes, you know, yeah. because there's yeah. lots of people who have done that now. Um, and, you know, like I, I don't see how you can reasonably condemn one while when the consequences is a sizable portion of your player base does not get these, this Pokemon that comes out like once a freaking decade. 
you know, like luckily we're getting a second chance here, but like, you know, um, I mean, look, Rival, last- John, Rival John's got a point. Like they just did those Pikachu. They just did the Pikachu with the hats, yeah, right? Exactly. It was the codes and it was totally fine. And yeah. like, they could have done it just like that. And it would have been no problem. Yeah. And it's like how, and it just kind of bugs me because they, they keep finding the dumbest freaking way to distribute these. I mean, wasn't it Hoopa that you had to go and connect to a McDonald's Wi-Fi with your 3DS in order to get it? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure it was like Hoopa or Deancey. It was one of those two. And it's like, this is dumb. Yeah. It's really dumb. It's really frustrating. If there's if anyone at Nintendo America or Nintendo Japan or any one of the Pokemon companies listening to us, please stop. Just stop. <laughs> All right. Stop. We have to take we have to take a, a quick break. Uh, when we get back, we're going to talk about the year of 2020 for uh, the world of Pokemon and what we hope to see in the year to come. So we'll be right back. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Okay, there we go. Sorry. For those watching, it's, it's a totally weird experience for you. I get it. It's fine. Uh, anyway... 2020 was a pretty big year for Pokemon. Like all things considered, we got a lot. We got a lot of stuff. I mean, pretty big. I mean, we got a game. Uh, we got we had the expansions, is what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, and so, like, we got those. We, uh, you know, the trading card game came back. You know, bigger, bigger than ever in, mm-hmm. in a collectability sense. Uh, we got. You know, Journeys is on Netflix, which is, mm-hmm. a, you know, a, another very you know, kind of big, you know, big moment. Um, and a lot of cool stuff happened in uh, in Pokemon Go because of the because of the pandemic. Like they they a lot of big decisions were made to make that game a lot more fun um, that I think now as you know, there was that period of time where things were starting to get a little bit better, but now, you know, obviously things are, but like those mechanics have all kind of stayed in the game for, for better or for worse in a way that I think has overall, I think in the end made the game a bit, a bit bigger for me. So let's, let's go around and see what, what y'all thought were some of the, uh, the bigger things this year. <laughs> yes, that's right. We also got Pokemon smile. Yes. <laughs> uh, Megan, that matters <laughs> Megan why don't, why, don't, uh, why don't you go first uh, so I mean for me I mean obviously I'm, I am a huge fan of the anime so I think definitely one of the coolest things that have, that's happened at least in Japan it's not yet with the Netflix here in the US is that uh, we got our kind of first Sorted Shield arc that really kind of invested and checked out you know Chairman Rose it checked out you know some evolutions for Ash and Go um, I think that arc really exemplifies kind of the heart that I love about Pokemon Journeys as an anime and so I'm really excited for the dub of that to to come to the US uh, Netflix um, hopefully early next year I'm really hoping that that makes the cut in February um, aside from from that I was just so impressed with the DLC. I mean, we talked about it uh, mm. when obviously each of them came out: um, Isle of Armor and Crown Tundra. But the the mapping, the setting, the I mean, everything of how it looks like it, it fundamentally has changed the way that I see the original wild area. It just mm-hmm. is so lame. <laughs> it's so lame <laughs> when I go, when I go through it now, it's like, I hate trying to find Pokemon in the wild area. Like, I'm just like, I don't want to go back there. I'd rather much rather go to to crown tundra. I mean, I spend the majority of my time when I play those games in those areas, unless I really 
have to go back to the mainland. Um, mm. I just think that was such a great step forward um, this year for the games. So I'm super pleased about that. Also, I love that my old Pokemon cards are starting to become worth something. <laughs> but on the con side of that, it takes, you know, eight months to get them graded. So I'm just not going to do that. Christian? Uh, the Pokemon Snap announcement. Um, you know, I was, I, I was shocked that that was not Megan's. So go ahead, Christian. Uh, you know, I'll uh, that for next year. What I'm excited about. Fair. I'm so People have waited for 20 years for that game to come back. Um, and you know, we have. I mean, I've been covering Pokemon as a profession uh, for five years now, um, and uh, that announcement, I. People have been asking, where's Pokemon Snap 3 for basically as long as I've been covering the Pokemon franchise. And mm-hmm. so for that finally to get announced, um, I, I, I think it's a big deal. I think that is going to be the game of 2021 for a lot of people it's in a similar fashion to how Animal Crossing was like the game for a lot of people in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that um, it also indicates you know uh, the the pokemon company has always had like this weird balancing act like it it has been very slow to innovate um and it it um kind of um re- relies heavily on that old school nostalgia and yet we don't see that translate outside the main games in a lot of ways you know mm-hmm. like we're always going to get new forms of gen 1 pokemon Um, but you know, a lot of those like side experiences have kind of like fallen to the wayside. Pokemon snap, you know, was the first Pokemon spinoff game. Um, and so they're finally bringing that back. It looks absolutely amazing. Um, and it just feels like, you know, they are starting to remember that the franchise just isn't, isn't just game freak games and the anime. I mean, they're always yeah. going to, they, it's not like they've stopped making spinoff games. You know, we've, we've gotten all the, the um, mobile games, but for a while it seemed that like that was all we're going to get, you know, um, cause Pokin, while a lot of people liked Pokin tournament, not, not the greatest game, um, you know, in terms of it didn't make a splash, um, mm-hmm. Like a lot of like hardcore yeah. fighting fans loved it, but it kind of came and went and, you know, um, like there's no signs of a, you know, sequel. Um, yeah, and it didn't really get the, the support too. also. That yeah, they dropped hoped for it. Yeah, they you dropped know? it like a hot potato. Same thing uh-huh. with uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Like, I feel like a lot mm-hmm. of people forget that that came out last year, I think. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, and, um, you know, that kind of came and went. And so, like, it feels like uh, some of these games, you know, these these side games just they come out and they don't get like really they, they, they're they just like, you know, passing the wind. And it, it's possible Pokemon Snap will be that. But I feel like the difference is, is that they are finally returning back to a franchise. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I think um, it's. Sh- shows a willingness because for years people uh, like the Pokemon company, people would ask like, where's Pokemon snap? And they're like, yeah, I don't think we're really going to make another one. And that was that. <laughs> yeah. um, and so to see them kind of like change their minds on that. And I think that, you know, this opens up the, you know, like, I don't know, like where, if we're ever going to get like a Pokemon stadium because there's just no need. For well, a- oh, see, that was- oh no, 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 no. There's a need. <laughs> That was, going, what, to be, that what, was what, going to be my big wish for, for 2021. Okay, we would at least get an announcement. Explain to me why we need a Pokemon Stadium in a in a in a game in which you know we have Pokemon Stadium. It's called Pokemon Sword and Shield. You want to play with your Pokemon in a 3D setting? Turn on your Pokemon Sword and Shield game. I'm in it for the mini games. Do you not remember the excellent I mean, mini games that came up on Monsanto? Yeah, but those, was, those were, were I love the mini games. Those you know, were go. everything to me. I but, need more. But yeah. those can be incorporated. There is no there is no solid purpose for a Pokemon Stadium game. The Pokemon Stadium games existed so that people could go and battle Pokemon uh, in a 3D setting. Okay, but here's but here's That's the thing, though, right? You you can't bring all of your Pokemon into Sword and Shield, and so Poke- if 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 they were able to develop a stadium game that incorporated every single 
GD, you know, Pokemon in the decks for you to be able to use. That would be pretty awesome. It's not going to happen. That is a massive undertaking and probably not going to be the scope of it. But I think, but, but I mean, like, but at the end of the day too, uh, stadium had a, a different, like those battles had a way different feel than I think the, than, than what you got. And it could be, look, that could just be, it's because they, it's because they be like my, game freak. <laughs> well, that's true. But like, like that could also just be like nostalgic tinted glasses that I've got, you know, right now. And like, I get like snap was a totally like, like the, the totally different game. Um, but I think stadium could be a way to have the core concept of um, like really just focus in on the battle. Like, Cause I think there is an audience that if given the option would only just battle and not have to want to play through the, the story aspect of the, of the Pokemon games that would come to a game like this. And I think that was what part of the appeal of um Pokemon tournament. So the only way we would get a, a new Pokemon Stadium thing is if they basically finally shut down Pokemon Showdown and replaced it with like a Pokemon Stadium type experience in which people could try out different combinations. It will not come out as a Nintendo Switch game. I uh, just just rid yourself of that notion now. Um, uh, maybe, uh, you know, I could see it being some sort of mobile thing or maybe some sort of browser thing, like where, you know, people wanted to like try out competitive builds. Like if, if the Pokemon company ever like, you know, really got behind that and, you know, um, the continued existence of Pokemon showdown kind of like implies that, um, they don't. Uh, because we have that, you know, Pokemon Showdown. If you if you just want to go and screw around with different Pokemon builds, um, and you want to test out stuff, you know, Pokemon Showdown is is that place. It's not official, um, but you know, um, that is where you run battle simulations and stuff like that. Or if you want to do like you know competitive stuff out where it's solely battling, no training, you know. Here is my build. I want to test it against your build. That is the place to go. You know, mm-hmm. Pokemon Stadium. You know, that that is a game. And don't get me wrong. I I have fond memories of Pokemon Stadium. I put in like 300 hours into both games, <laughs> um, you know, and and like I, I even liked, you know, the continued spinoffs of that. Like, you know, for the GameCube, like Pokemon Coliseum and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, Gales of Darkness. And I and there are aspects of those Pokemon games that I wish would come back. OK, um, but, you know, the core concept of Pokemon Stadium was. Oh my God! Pokemon is super freaking popular. We need to get it onto our main console, our main non-handheld console. Mm-hmm. So let's go and figure out a way so that people can take their Pokemon from their game and put it onto uh, yeah, one onto, of the, onto a big TV with better graphics that work. There's 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 now no need for that. It, yeah, it, it, like you know, it, it it went obsolete. You know, and we could have even had that up to like the Wii U. There should have been. <laughs> Uh, like of uh, the Pokemon Coliseum thing, but now that the games are out on the Switch, there is literally no purpose for yeah. Pokemon Stadium or those type of games. You know, um, you know, you 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 can't have a Pokemon battling game, turn-based Pokemon battling games, um, on the same console as your main series Pokemon game. That's just that that's just yeah. foolish. That's um, um, sure. I agree with all that, except for the fact. Of mini games and nostalgia. Then you know what they should make a Pokemon party. A Pokemon party. I, That's have, what I, I have petitioned for that for years. <laughs> I mean, I think no that would be a success. genius freaking idea. No success. Pokemon party. If they did that, I mean, good lord, they haven't given me a new Mario party in forever, and I'm really tired of playing the same la- latest one. If they gave me Pokemon party. It's over. They have to do it after like the pandemic loosens, so I can play with all my friends. But. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> uh, I will say for me the the you know for me twenty twenty uh, really kind of reignited my uh, my love for Pokemon Go um, in, in a nice in a nice big way which I appreciated and um, and also too like like that and the um the the rise of the just the, really the the rise of Pokemon in general from a number of different ways right like a lot of it you know there's a lot of you know a lot of attention because of the trading card game stuff but i feel like like there was just you know i think of the three of us i'm always the one who wants to see pokemon in 
more places in new places. And I think that's where, that's where um, the, you know, journeys on Netflix, I, you know, I, I just, I love, and I think that's a, a huge, huge deal. Um, so much of that, like transitioning to what I want to see next year is I'd love to, I want to see the Pokemon company license out a little bit more into places where, where it makes sense. Right. Sure. There's never going to be a Pokemon Fortnite. I'll stop you right. Well, now. no, I, that's, no, I'm not even thinking. I'm not even thinking. I'm not even thinking Fortnite. But I'm more thinking. I'm more thinking things like Minecraft, right? Like I think there's more of an opportunity for them to potentially do something with, and it's probably more difficult now because Minecraft is owned by Microsoft or whatnot. But I think that there are there are opportunities. Um, even if it's even if it's outside of games, right? Like even if if it's just um uh, merchandise you know uh opportunities or just you know things things like that that just help get the uh you know the brand out more i think that that's what i'm i'm excited to to see more of i mean and obviously uh i'm just waiting on the announcement of where the hell i can print my pokemon snap to uh through my pokemon snap pictures uh because that's really what um what i want although i do want to say uh rival rival john in the chat i thought had a great nana it could be a name that's been out there for a while but like the name for a johto remake let's go to the number two johto uh oh, that's clever is a is a very very clever name for uh, they might end up getting a letter from nintendo shortly <laughs> <laughs> we'll see okay so huckleberry, huckleberry flynn uh, you know mentions that pixelmon is a thing that that exists and like th- to me that was something that i i cut like half influenced my i would love to see him in an official capacity get involved with minecraft because i've seen a lot what people have been doing um from the the mod standpoint on um uh you know with pokemon and minecraft and i just think it's a a totally cool thing and and can potentially open the um uh the, the world of, of Pokemon again to a, a younger audience that I'm sure is aware of Pokemon, but can bring it like help bridge that gap from someone who, who plays Minecraft a whole lot, not necessarily into some of the other Pokemon games and go, you know, from, from one to the other. And so, um, so yeah. So, okay. 2021 uh, predictions, wants, desires, Megan. I mean, obviously Pokemon snap. That's what I was thinking that for this one, because yeah. That's number one by far. It's number one through 50. That's all I care about. I want to print my pictures. I want there to be like some stupid peripheral I can buy that I'm never going to use again just for this one game. I will buy it. I'm I want a, a Nintendo printer like like they had oh, for. I still have my old Nintendo Game Boy printer. If it connects, let's not have it. I will immediately print off everything for everyone. Pokemon Snap is number one in terms of things later on. Obviously I'm excited to see kind of what the next movie for next year will be. Uh, We get one every year. So I'm curious to see if it'll be another kind of remake or if it'll be something like tied to journeys or if it'll be another kind of 3d CG, like Mewtwo strikes back evolution. And then obviously in the chat, I mean, everyone's been talking about, uh, Currently, if we're going to get a remake, everyone wants Sinnoh. It's going to, everyone will continue to want a Sinnoh remake until it happens. (laughs) So I'm curious to see how that's going to look. And more so if we would get an announcement about the official kind of next generation uh, for Pokemon. uh, Or if by some miraculous chance we get another DLC. I doubt it's going to happen, but. I have have a question. I have a question though about everyone's desire for Sinnoh over Johto. And is that really just an age thing? Uh, I think it's it's a combination of two things. One, we already got a Johto remake. We've never got a Sinnoh remake. In fact, I mean, the, you know, curiously enough, uh, you know, Sinnoh and J- uh, Johto both came out. The, the last time we visited those two regions, you know, it's the same generation of games. Yeah. Um, you know, I so I, and also, um uh, it was funny. I, like, I, was like, actually... I, I know we got Heart Gold and Soul Silver, but like, I would re- much rather see th- th- those games in the Let's Go engine than like, and not discount it just because we got a remake before. I mean, personally, I think that uh, I think Let's Go is a great like sub game, you know, subset, and I yep. think it would be foolish for the Pokemon Company to like drop that game series, which, you know, they haven't like really talked about the let's go games at all. 
um, which, you know, kind of has me worried. But then again, they don't talk about things. They're notorious <laughs> like true. tight-lipped. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think the Sinnoh remakes are coming. There's um, enough, like, evidence of it uh, elsewhere. You know, like, if you take a look at which Pokemon didn't make the cut yeah. uh, in Pokemon Let's Go, uh, it seems very, or in Pokemon Sword and Shield, it seems very skewed towards the Sinnoh Pokemon. Um, I, so I, I feel like it, it it's inevitable. Mm-hmm. Um, interestingly, you know, here here's the thing about the Sinnoh remakes, though. You know, uh, I I feel like um, Gen Four nostalgia uh, is more strongly driven by uh, Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver rather than the Sinnoh games. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that those games are kind of divisive. Uh, there's, you know, obviously every Pokemon game is someone's first. And so yep. the people who grew up with that being their primary Pokemon game, absolutely love those as a kid. Yeah, those absolutely. Who, those who have played the franchise, you know, through the franchise, uh, there's a there's a lot of people who think the Diamond and Pearl are a bit tedious. And, you know, given that a lot of these, uh, these Pokemon remake games, with the exception of the Pokemon Let's Go games, are straight freaking remakes, I don't know if I could take... Uh, trying to deal with like the Pokemon diamond and pearl mess uh, again, like, no, thank you. <laughs> I mean, I, I like that region. You know, yeah. I, I, I like that region. I like some of the Pokemon that's in there. I actually think it's kind of a weak uh, generation in terms of Pokemon because it, the, the, the focus was so much on um, adding those like weirdo post evolutions, you know, like Electivire and, you know, all those like, not all those are very good Pokemon. Um, um, like I feel like it kind of like lost itself a bit there. Um, but yeah, but that's um, the generation that gave us Riolu and Lucario. Yeah, like I said I like some of them. Yeah. They put all of their focus and power into that one Pokemon. Yeah, like that's and then it said, "I'm done. I'm done." <laughs> Like there's 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 a few good Pokemon in there. Like you know, I, I'm not I'm not knocking the entire generation. I just feel like there's there's too much is dedicated to looking back into the past. That was also where they introduced the um, uh, gender changes. So I feel like that took up a lot of their energy for mm-hmm. what is basically minor nonsensical differences. Um, you know, there, there's some that are you know cutesy, like you know, like who who doesn't love heart shaped Pikachu? You know, heart tail Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of them just are kind of like, I could really care less about. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know where I was going with this other than to <laughs> criticize the Gen 4 stuff. That's okay. Uh, Megan. Uh, well, that's what I was like. We're, we're talking about just kind of like looking, looking ahead to 2021 stuff. You and I kind of lost track a little bit there. Uh, all right. So then Christian, I guess, uh, looking ahead for you, what do you, uh, are you hoping for? Uh, you know, uh, I don't really know. Um, I, you know, obviously there's going to be some sort of Pokemon game coming out. I'm actually the thing I'm kind of intrigued about is what the 25th anniversary card set's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, like, are are they going to like? I would love personally to see like the the Team Rocket cards make a comeback. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, like that. That's the thing. It's like I, I remember because I yeah, got a chance to- forever. I, I got a chance to like interview, um, you know, uh, folks from Creatures and about like, you know, can there be like Team Rocket cards coming back again? Um, and they kind of were non-committal about it because, of course, they were. Um, but you know, like I, I feel like that that would be a cool nostalgic mechanic that we haven't seen in a while. Um, that would add some things. Like, yeah, um, I'm curious to see how the battle styles goes over in terms of the trading card game. Um, I'm curious to see um, if Pokemon Go continues its extreme monetization, mm-hmm. um, which I feel like, you know, is to its long-term detriment. But then again, it's running out of new content. You know, they only have, they're, they're on Generation 6, and there's eight generations of Pokemon. And guess what? The generations get smaller after that. You know, mm-hmm. like Gen 6 only had like 78 new Pokemon or something like that. Um, and Alola only has like 100. And uh, yeah. Um, costume Pokemon, Hoffer yeah. costume. <laughs> Astronaut um, Pikachu, uh, I, it all comes back. I do, I do wanna, I do, well, actually, go ahead and then I'll, and then I'll talk about my stuff. No, no, please go uh, ahead. Talk about uh, yourself, Jim. 
<laughs> no, I was like, 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 you know, I, I kind of, you know, I, I know I mentioned some of my other, my stuff for 2021, but I think also too, one of the things that I'm, um, I'm curious to, to see is because I feel like these last two years, there was a huge focus on the mobile game market. And I'm mm-hmm. curious to see how and, and where that is, is going to go. Right. Um, and it's funny only because like we, I, I had someone on, on Twitter, uh, make Gundam, uh, hit us up and say, if you are a Pokemon masters, uh, EX player, if you log in between now and, uh, let's see, nine fifty nine Pacific time on the 31st, you get 3000 gems. There that's are dozens of, of us. Dozens. <laughs> there a lot of, a lot of gems. That's a, that's a lot of gems. You know, it, with the mobile stuff, I feel like they're pulling back on it. Um, yeah, well, that's that's that where I'm like, like if they're pulling back on that, does that mean we're just going to get less of that stuff in general, or are we going to get something else? That's a very good question, Jim. <laughs> very good question. Um, no, Megan, I, I agree with you, Megan. What do you think the anime is going to do next year? Like, is it? Do we think Journeys is it for the you know the foreseeable future, or will that? I- I think inevitably, like we have with Pokemon Sun and Moon, eventually it did kind of have like another series come out of it with kind of like the the Ultra Beast kind of focus on it. I think we will end up getting that kind of division coming up with Journeys um, where it kind of then hones on possibly the DLC. I think that's kind of probably the most natural split that the the anime would have. But Journeys is so unique in the fact that it's not adherent to uh, the Galar region. Obviously, it has tackled that that storyline and a lot of the Pokemon that we've met in Generation 8, but it has also gone back and done a lot of things in Kanto and Johto um, and, and other in other regions. I mean, we even got to go back to Alola for a little bit. So I think it's kind of more of like a fantasy fulfillment series right now, which makes its future really hard to predict because it just kind of depends on what the fans and the creators are really interested in at the time. I definitely don't foresee it ending soon. I feel like once we get information about when the next, uh, you know, mainline generation nine is coming out, uh, we'll be able to start kind of getting hints as to where the anime is going. But I'd be really curious to see if they even try to split it up like they've done in the past uh, with Pokemon series, because journeys has been so unique in its construction. You know what I'm looking forward to in the anime? Stop it. Don't Ash's voice actor getting a new, uh, getting uh, getting replaced. (laughs) As the old voice actor is going to jail. <laughs> okay, that's not actually. No, it should be noted for <laughs> it's a possibility for the Japanese voice actress, and so let's yes. do it, make sure before that everyone was, starts. That out, was fine. No charges are filed. If you need yeah. context, yeah. what happened? Go back like two weeks and listen right. to our episode. Yeah. All right, we have gone wildly off track and are way ahead of where we need to be time wise. So, Christian, let's get the Pokemon fact of the week and. Uh, and go from there. So, you know, we talked about last week how Electabuzz was based off an, of an Oni, which is a, uh, you know, Japanese mythological creature. Similarly, Magmar, which in many ways is considered to be like a parallel of Electabuzz, is also based off of a Japanese creature. Uh, that is the uh, Karura, uh, which are um, basically half bird, half-humanoid creatures that appear in Japanese mythology. Uh, they're derived from the Garuda, which, you know, might be something that people who um, are familiar with various Eastern mythologies or play, J- uh, you know, JRPGs are familiar with, um, which Garudas are usually giant birds. And so this is kind of like um, uh, like how, as the myth of the Garuda moved to Japan, this is how it kind of got um, translated. So, uh, yeah, the Karura is a uh, half human, half bird. Uh, you can see that kind of with Magmar. It has a beak. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of people, I think, don't necessarily realize that Magmar has a beak, but Magmar has a beak. Um, the yeah. other notable thing is, is that Magmar, Magmar is a Pokemon killer. It, it kills Pokemon. <laughs> yes. it, um, you know, it, it, it murders Pokemon when it gets mad. Um, you know, and as a matter of fact, um, let me let me pull it out. Um, uh, yes, uh, Magmar Magmar dispatches its prey with fire, uh, but uh, it regrets this habit once it realizes that it has burned its intended prey to a charred crisp. 
That's from Sword and Shield. Um, let's see here. Uh, there's another one which is like even freaking worse. Um, the King Thirty in the chat. Murder Pokemon confirmed. <laughs> uh, let's see here. There's there's one where it talks about like how it like burns stuff to ash. It like burns its prey against ash. Now I have to like try to. Find I, I want to know like just because of the last uh, last two weeks we have uh, obviously talked about uh, Electabuzz and Magmar. I want to know chat uh, uh, if you had to pick one over the other, Electabuzz over Magmar. Let's see let's see who you're picking. Otherwise, Christian, keep going. Picking for uh, one of their favorites, who to get killed by? What are you asking for? Yeah. <laughs> your favorite. Your favorite. Who uh, would you refer? Death by Electabuzz <laughs> or Death by Magmar? Yes, the Pokemon Moon entry. When angered, it spouts brilliant fire from all over its body. It doesn't calm down until its opponent has burned to ash. Now, keep in mind, this isn't, you know, ah, until it has, like, defeated its Pokemon. No, no. It means that it will literally not rest until its opponent's corpse is not only dead, but there's only scant carbonized traces of it remaining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, what? Who who writes these things? And also, why would anyone, like, you know, Magmar should be banned in Pokemon competitions because if you make a Magmar mad, apparently it's going to kill you. <laughs> Also, I think we can now confirm Magmar is a confirmed uh, carnivore. Uh, eats Pokemon, just yeah. or yeah. at least the ash, it's, the ashy remains of just like a super, super charred, barbecued version of whatever Pokemon it was fighting. Jeez, uh, yeah, it says it like, runs at like two thousand plus degrees internally. It likes to take relaxing baths in lava. So, you know, as, as a note, you know, Magmortar. It's vault form, you know, uh, does not go and burn, uh, burn its prey. It, it is Magmortar is confirmed also to be a carnivore um, because uh, in according to Pokemon Ultra Moon, Magmortar takes down its enemies by shooting fireballs, which burn them to a black and crisp. But it avoids this method when hunting prey. So that's learns, right. Basically. When when Magmortar is off, you know, you know, wanting to when it wants to eat Centret or Bunnelby, it does not shoot fireballs at it. It probably just like stomps on them or t- brings a gun. Yeah. Jeez. Well, well, we well I, actually, I don't think it can bring a gun because it doesn't have hands. It probably I know we've talked. I know we've talked about this before, but I do like the Magmortar design. And I know it's a. Yeah. I know Christian, you don't, but. Uh, it, it looks okay from some angles. Uh, yeah. I, I think it's better than Electivire. Like Mag, sure. Magmortar, uh, it looks, uh, the, the issue is, is quite frankly, like it loses me with the, because the, they continue to incorporate its beak. You know, if they would have yeah. gotten rid of the beak, you know, because it looks like, it looks like, like a killer clown from outer space. It basically looks like, you know, like like Psycho Clown from, uh, you know, like Lucha Libre or something like that. It looks yeah. and it's got a freaking egg body, too. Yeah. You know, so it's, <laughs> it, it's got this it's got this like weird, creepy duck face on top of an egg. It's like I don't I I there are a few good Gen 4 designs, but these like evolutions like I by almost to a T, I am not a fan of them. Uh, well, that's going to about do it uh, for us today. The informal uh, poll in the chat uh, was came out strong for Electabuzz. But for those of you listening, hit us up with your choice of Electabuzz over Magmar on Twitter. You can hit us up at PokemonPodCB, or you can find me at Jim Biscardi. You can find Christian at Seahoffer Bus, Megan at Megan Peters CB. Love interacting with you guys. Uh, and this has been this has been a lot of fun. This year has been a fun year, and I think a lot of uh, you know, like I said, it was weird when, you know, all things considered for the year were going to happen. But I think it's it's kind of made the show uh, better and stronger in, in certain ways. And we're going to look at to, to change some things up as we head into next year. Uh, but uh, if there are ways to support, because we are going over a little bit on time. So I got to roll through this one a little quick. Uh, Want to support the show? Leave us a review on iTunes. Five star review. If we read it on the air, you get a we'll get you a Pokemon. I'm sorry, a comicbook.com T-shirt out when we can uh, can get to those. And then uh, other than that, um, thanks everyone. Do there any final comments? Final thank you year comments? Anyone? We appreciate you. I think that's the best way. Best best thing that we can say is we appreciate our viewership, listenership, readership. Community. We appreciate all the ships, um, but. Uh, <laughs> 
you know, uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, you know, I, I really hope that this podcast has been uh, an oasis in what has been a very strange year. Mm-hmm. It has been certainly difficult. I hope that, you know, the three of us just goofing around and often insulting one another uh, with either veiled threats or just straight up aggressive content just you know, <laughs> makes, makes, makes it a little happier. Takes your, take your, takes your mind off everything that's happening outside. Uh, it's, it's, it's been, it's always fun for us because we all do. We all really do love each other here. And, and all of you guys mm-hmm. are, are, are such great people to, to chat with in the comments um, and on Twitter and everywhere else that we see you. So it's, it's great. Also, also need to give another big, big thank you to uh, basically producer Richard, who is the guy who makes all of this happen. So thank you, Richard. Uh, We all we all appreciate you. And so that's going to do it for us for 2020. It's been a year and we look forward to seeing you guys. Same time, same place for listeners every Thursday for people who want to watch it live every Wednesday, wherever podcasts and stuff can be found. Talk to you guys later. (laughs) 